Greetings to all of God's people. This is again Mordecai Joseph. We are now in Lesson 19. Last time, if you remember, in Lesson 18, we were covering the genealogy and the chronology of men from the creation, from Adam to Abraham. We arrived at the year 2018, the day that uh, Abraham was born. And uh, at that point, we're going to... Uh, well, from that point, we're going to continue, but before we continue, let me recap for the sake of those who would like to uh, write down a chart and have it in a clearer way, where they don't get confused with all the details that I inserted in between. And so, for those who are interested in writing a chart, uh, I basically drew seven columns on a page. On the first one, I wrote name. On the second one, born. And the third one, begot at age. And the fourth one, name of son. And the fifth, years lived. And the sixth one, died at age. And the last one was for the biblical reference. And so, we're going to recap by giving you all this information in a very short manner. So, we begin with number one, Adam. Created at age zero. At age 130, begun, begot Seth, his son. He lived, Adam, 930 years and died, obviously, at the year 930 to creation. The reference for it is Genesis chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. Now we go to his son, number 2. Seth was born at age, he was uh, 130, that is, Adam was 130. And when Seth was 90, that is, on the third column, he begat Enos. Seth lived 912 years, and he died at the year 1042 in the second millennium. A reference is Genesis 5, verses 3 and 6. His son Enos, or Enosh, was born in the year 220 to creation. At age 105, he begot Canaan, his son. He, d he lived 905 years, died at age, uh, in the year actually, 11.25, and the reference is Genesis 5, verses 6 and 11. His son, number four, is Canaan, born in the year 325 to creation. At age 70, begot Mahlal-El, and he lived 910 years and died in the, in the year 1235. Genesis 5, 9.12, that's the reference. Now, number five is Mahlal El, born in the year 395, begot at age 65. His son was Jared, or Yered, and he lived 895 and died in 1290. And the reference is Genesis 5, verses 12 to 17. His son, Jared, or Yered, born in the year 460, and he was 162 when he begot Enoch, or Hanoch in Hebrew, and he lived 962 years and died in 1422. Reference, Genesis 5, 15 to 20. Then we go to his son, number 7, Enoch, or Hanoch, and he was born in 622. At age 65, he begot Methuselah. And he lived 365 years, and after that, we are told that God took him. We don't know where he was gone, where he went uh, at that point. But we do know that he didn't die. 
and uh, he disappeared in the year 987. Reference is chapter 5, verses 18 to 24. And now we go to number 8, Methuselah, born in the year 687. He lived 187 years and begot Lamech, or Lemech. Actually, in Hebrew, it's Lemech, not Lamech. And he lived 969, the longest than anyone else. And he died in the year 1656, which also happened to be the year of the flood. And reference to that, Genesis 5, 21 to 27. And then, number nine, his son, Lemech, born in the year 874, lived 182 years. His son was Noah, and he died at the age of 777. And then, that brings it to the year 1651, which was just about four years before the flood. And the reference to that is Genesis 5, verses 25 to 31. His son Noah, number 10 on the list, born at 1056. He begot three sons at 500, but we don't, as, as I mentioned before that, three of them were not born of the same year. And later on we find out that actually his son Shem, who is on this list of genealogy. Uh, he was born actually when Noah was 503. And his son, as I said, is Shem. That is the one that is relevant to this list. And Noah lived 950 years and died in the year 2006. Reference to that is Genesis 5, 28, 29. And then also in Genesis 6, 32, we read about his first son, when he was 500 years, and then in Genesis 9.29, we read about his death. Now we go to his son, Shem. And so now we are with Shem, the son of uh, Noah. And Shem was born in the year 1559. When he was 100 years, he begot his son, Arbashad. And we know that he lived 600 years, at least, and then he had sons and daughters. We don't know when he died. In other words, from number 11 to number 18, we have no year of death, but we have the years that they lived when they were still beginning sons and daughters. And so he died at after 2159. Uh, could be 10, 20, 30 years, 100 years, 3, 400 years. We don't know. Uh, so that goes for the next eight people. In other words, from Shem to Nahor, the father of Terah, that is the grandfather of Abraham. We have no date. The Bible records no date of death. And so 2159 is the last day, date that we have of him still being around. Uh, reference is Genesis 11, verses 10 to 12. The son now is number 12, Arpashad, born in the year 1659 at age 30. 35, he begot Selah, in Hebrew, rock, and he lived 438 years, still had sons and daughters, so we don't know when he died, 
the year 2097 he was still around Genesis 11 10 to 12 the son of Abashad is Selah and he was born in the year 1694 lived 30 years and begot Eber or Eber that means going over from that came the word Hebrew or the Hebrews and that meant for those who went over the river they were called Hebrews he lived 433 years still was alive having sons and daughters at 21:27, he was still around. That's the last date we have of him. Reference is 11, Genesis 11, verses 12 and 14. The son of Ev- uh, and the son of Selah is Ever, number 14. And Ever was born in the year 1724, 20, and he lived for uh, that is 43 years, and begot his son Peleg. And Ever was 473 years. Still having sons and daughters, that brings it to 2197 to creation, and he's still around. Uh, reference Genesis 11:14, 14, 16, 14 to 16. So now we are with uh, Ever, who was born. Ever is number 14 on the list. Born in 1724, lived 43 years. Began Peleg. Uh, we just covered this one. 473, he lived, and 2197 is still around. Okay, well, this is just a repeat. And uh, the son of uh, Ever is Peleg, number 15. Peleg, born in 1767, he lived 30 years, begot his son Reu. He lived 239 years and had sons and daughters. And uh, 2006, he was still around. Genesis 11:16 to 18, and now the son Reu is number 16. He was born in 1797 to creation, lived 32 years, and he begot his son Serug, which means, uh, as I said, to knit, and also it can mean uh, uh, from that comes the word Soragim, which means uh, bars. In other words, the iron bars that he put on a window or in prison. So Serug lived 239 years, and in 2036 he was still around, begetting sons and daughters. Reference 11, Genesis 11, verses 18 to 20. And now Serug is number 17. He was born in the year 1829 when he was 30. He begot Nahor, the grandfather of Abraham, who lived 230 years and was still around, having sons and daughters. That brings us to the year... 2059 and reference is Genesis 11 verses 20 to 22 and Nanahal becomes number 18 on the list born in 1859 to creation at the age of 29 you notice how they are younger and younger when they're having children at least this list of uh, the last eight people and his son was Terah, and he was 148 years, still having sons and daughters, which brings us to the year 2007. He didn't live as long as, uh, at least, there's no record of him living as long as his father. And the reference is Genesis 11, verses 22 to 24, 
And now the son of, of Nahor becomes number 19. Terah, Terah is number 19, the son of Nahor. And he was born in the year 1888. And he lived 130 years and begot his son Abraham. The scripture tells us originally that at the, uh, the age of 70, he begot Abraham, Haran, and Nahor. That means three children. But as I explained earlier, that uh, we know that since he died at the age of 205, and Abraham was only 75 at the time, then he was actually 130 when he begot Abraham. And so Terah, who was born in 1888, at age 130 begat Abram. That's the way Abram was first called, and then his name was changed to Abraham. And Terah lived 205 years and died in 2093, so he died in the third millennium. And the reference to it is Genesis 11:24-26. And then in verse 32, we read about him dying at the age of 205. And now we go to his son, Abram. And Abram, or Abraham, Abraham, in Hebrew, exalted father, or father of many nations, was born in the year 2018. 2018. Which means that Abraham was still around. Uh, that means uh, uh, Shem, the son of Noah, was still around for 41 years before Abraham. Uh, in other words, Abraham was born 41 years before Shem died. And so Abraham was born in the year 2018. His son Isaac was born when he was 100 years. And Abraham lived 175 years and he died in the year 2193. And references are Genesis 11:26, and then in 21, verse 5, we read about uh, him having a son, and then in 25, verse 7, we read about his death. And so the name of uh, Abraham's son is Isaac. Isaac is number 21 on the list. And Isaac was born in the year 2118. He lived 60 years and he had Jacob and Esau. Jacob uh, is the one we're concerned about on the list. And Isaac died at the age of 185 years. He outlived his father by 10 years. That is, he lived longer uh, than his father by 10 years. And Isaac died in the year 2303. And references to that is Genesis 21.5, where he was born, and then he died in Genesis 35, verse 28. Now, the son of Isaac is Jacob. He's number 22 on the list. And Jacob was born in the year 21.78, and he was 91, as we can read from the scriptures, putting things together. He was 91 when Joseph was born, and... He lived 147 years, which means he died in the year 2325. And references to that, in Genesis 25, 24 to 26, we read about his birth. And then in Genesis 47, verse 9, we read about his death. And at the time, he was 147 years. And we know that when he came to Egypt, he was 130. 
And at the time, Joseph was 39 years old, and that's how we find out that uh, actually uh, he was 91 when Joseph was born. Uh, he had to put a lot of scriptures together to get uh, correct information. In other words, always background and context, and then you find the meaning of a scripture. And so Joseph is now number 23, and we're going to stop with him and then backtrack to Abraham for the sake of the genealogy. Joseph is number 23. He was born in the year 2269, and he was 31 years, because we read in Genesis 41, verse 6, that he was 30 when he was brought by the Pharaoh out of Egypt. And he gave him a wife at that point, and shortly after that, obviously, he had a son. And so he was 31 when he begot Manasseh, his firstborn, Menashe, that means forgetfulness, because he wanted to forget about the miseries he had in the past. And that's how he named him, that God made him, he said, God made him to forget about all the evil that came on him. So Joseph, at age 31, uh, begot Menashe, and he lived, Joseph, 110 years and he died in the year 2379. And references to Joseph is in 4146, Genesis 4146. He was 30 years old, and so forth. And so what we see here is basically a genealogy all the way to Joseph. Now we can continue uh, with his uh, sons also, but it's not relevant to the genealogy. Uh, we are told that uh, Joseph saw his children and his children's children to the third generation. And if you wanted to go further in terms of time into the Exodus period, we can take Levi because we have more genealogy about Levi that leads all the way to the birth of Moses. But uh, that's not necessary at this point uh, for the sake of the genealogy. So we're going to backtrack now to Abraham for the simple reason is that genealogy is made very simple by going back to Abraham, who was born in the year 2018, and we read that when Abraham was 85 years old, he was given the covenant. Uh, the reason why we know it's 85 is because that when he was 75, God told him to come out of Babylon, and that's in Genesis Verse, uh, chapter 12, the first uh, four verses, and so he was uh, 75 at the time. Uh, a side point here, if I can inject here in between, for sake uh, of uh, information, Joseph died in the year, as I mentioned, 3979, the Exodus happened in the year 2533, which all, in other words, it happened 300 and that is 3,404 years ago, which gives you a very short period in between, and that makes it very plain that the Exodus, that is, the, the slavery in Egypt was not 400 years, as some people think, because they misunderstand the scripture that God quoted to Abraham when he told him that his descendants shall be strangers and shall be uh, afflicted for 400 years. He included the whole period of time from the moment that he was given the covenant. And since Canaan at the time, as I mentioned earlier, was under the jurisdiction of Egypt, therefore it was a part of the Egyptian empire. And so there was no conflict there. 
about saying that they would be afflicted by the Egyptians in that sense. And so what we find out here is very plain uh, in, in terms of the three, in other words, if Joseph died at 2379 and then uh, Exodus occurred in 2533 and then we had the 3440 years from today which includes this year, 1999, plus the year zero, plus 956 years to the year that Solomon began the construction of the temple, in which he told us that it was 480 years. I'll bring you the scriptures as we go forward. Uh, we're just having a little uh, insertion here of information. And that brings it to 34, 40 years from today to the Exodus which brings it to a total of 5973 years. And whatever is missing in between, that's what we have left until the end of the 6,000 years. And of course, we're talking still in round numbers. And that, by the way, is a side point for those who are interested in, in the Hebrew calendar. Uh, the year today in the Hebrew calendar is 5759, which means the Hebrew calendar is, is about 214 years off. That is at least 214 years off, which means 5759 is not a correct date to creation. Somewhere, somehow, somebody lost count. Or they began counting at a different date and they thought it was creation. So that's unfortunate for the Hebrew calendar because that means, means every date that they've had of any given event is totally off. That's in one, in, in one sense. Uh, gives you the feeling of the Y2K problem. If they're going to uh, correct everything, they're going to have to have a lot of work done, just like the Y2K problem. Anyway, that's not relevant to this point. So we go back to Abraham. Abraham, born at the year 2018. We want to proceed now with the genealogy from that point and the chronology of time. And at 2018, when he was born, the... Uh, we read about that uh, in Genesis 11:26, and actually we realize that it was 136 ye years later. So he was born in 2018, and in Genesis 12:4 we read that Abraham was 75, and in Genesis 15 and verses 12 to 13 we read about the covenant of which tell, tells us about the period of wandering of the children of Israel for about 400 years, and the exact figure was actually 430 years, as we shall see later. And so, what you have here is basically Abraham born in the year 2018. The covenant is given when he was 85, and the reason why we know it's 85, it's because we read in Genesis 16 and verse 3, that Abraham married Hagar ten years after he came to the land of Canaan. In other words, after ten years in the land of Canaan, uh, he was uh, a little bit uh, disappointed that he didn't have a son, and he was just given the covenant, uh, who knows, maybe a few months before that, maybe a year before that, maybe a few years, I mean, maybe a few months before that, uh, that tells him that he's going to have a son, and he didn't realize how he's going to have a son, and so you can see what was happening here. Abraham wasn't sure, and Sarah was uh, impatient, and she thought, well, if God promised a son, maybe that's the way. In other words, 
uh, human input entered into the picture instead of just waiting on God. And so Sarah said, well, uh, maybe God meant that you're going to have a son somehow, somewhere, so uh, I'll give you my maid, Hagar, and go to her and you're going to have a son. So you're going to fulfill what God said. And of course, that's the way human beings oftentimes do. They take things into their own hands. Uh, and so he married her because he thought, well, maybe that's the way God meant for me to have a son. And so that happened ten years later, which means when Abraham came to the land, he was 75, and the covenant was given around age 85, and the reason why we know it is because we are told very plainly in Genesis 16 and verse 15 that when Abraham was 86 years old, his son Ishmael was born. That means a year earlier he married his, uh, his mother, Hagar, which means around that time was a covenant. And so we had 2018 to the day Abraham was born, and 85 years the covenant that brings us to the year 2103, to when the covenant was given. And then, um, in Genesis 17, verse 1, Abraham was 99 years old, and of course at the year 100, his son was born, Isaac. But anyway, since we are now in the year 2103, which includes the day Abraham was born, 2018, plus 85 years to the covenant, at which time Abraham was 2103, and then he's told in Exodus, uh, then he's told, as, as we read earlier in uh, Genesis 15, verses 20, 12 to 13, that his children will be wandering for a period of about 400 years. The, the figure that was given there for, was 400 years, but the exact figure, as we read in Exodus chapter 12 and verse 41, was actually 430 years. At Israel, it says, the sojourning of the children of Israel who, were, who dwelt in Egypt. In other words, at this point they are in Egypt. Earlier they were not in Egypt, but you know, they came to Egypt uh, from the time that Joseph came to Egypt, and after that the whole family came to Egypt. Uh, several years later, uh, when Jacob took all of his family and went there. So it was sort of a rough uh, description of the children of Israel who mostly dwelt in Egypt. Uh, the Bible was not interested at this point to uh, specify every tiny little detail. He leaves it to those who are wise. You can put two and two together and come up with a proper understanding. In other words, search the scriptures, whether they be so, check the background, See the context, put it all together, and you'll get the right meaning, at least in most cases. And so 430 years later, the children of Israel exit the land of Egypt, which means that if you add 2018, the day Abraham was born, plus 85, in which, at which time he was 21, that means it was the year 2103, that is the creation, you add to that the exact day when they came out of Egypt, 433 years later, and you come up with uh, the correct date of uh, the Exodus, which is, uh, Exodus was in the year, Exodus was here in the year 2533. So, in the, in the year 2533, 33 to creation, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. And now, from that point, we have one date that the scripture gives us that we can proceed forward. 
I mean, we can go through the scriptures and find out all kind of of uh, times and people that lived in the period of the judges and the time they were in the wilderness and all that. But that becomes very complicated, and in either case, you cannot have the right exact figure anyway. But if you jump forward to the book of First Kings and chapter six and verse one, and there we are given a biblical date, and that is more simple and more correct and more predictable uh, for the chronology instead of just trying to figure out on our own. And so here we are told that in the fourth year of King Solomon, that means four years after he took over from his father David, who reigned uh, in the year 1000 BC, uh, that is known historically, a historic known date, and so in the fourth year of Solomon that will make it uh, 956 years, since David reigned 40 years, and so in the fourth year to Solomon, they'll bring it to the year 956, uh, this is what you have. And the scripture tells us that in that year, in the second month of the year, that is the Hebrew calendar, that is Iyar, Nisan is the first month now, you know, the, the sacred calendar, the religious calendar, is Nisan the first one, and Iyar is the second one. And so, we're told here in 1 Kings chapter 6 and verse 1 that in the fourth year of Solomon, he began to construct the temple, which was, we're told, an exact number, 480 years after the children of Israel came out of Egypt, in other words, after the Exodus, which occurred in the year 25. 33. So all you have to do is a very simple arithmetic uh, addition, actually. A very easy one to make. You just add 25.33 plus 480 years, and so you arrive at the exact date to the construction of, that is the beginning of the construction of the temple. So that brings you forward, and that makes it very easy. So what you find here is this, very simple. In the year 2018, Abraham was born. When he was 85, the covenant was given to him, in which case he was told that his children will be wandering for a period of uh, 400 years, and we know exactly it was 430 years. And so in the year 2018, Abraham was born. At age 85, the covenant was given. That brings it to the year 2103. Then, 430 years later, the Exodus occurred. You add that to that figure. And then, 480 years later, the temple began to be constructed, as we read in 1 Kings chapter 6 and verse 1, in the fourth year of Solomon. And since David reigned in the year 1000 B.C., that his son began to reign 40 years later, and then in the fourth year of his son, which brings it to the year 956 B.C., the temple began to be constructed, and so you add 2018, when Abraham was born, plus 85, plus 430 to the Exodus, plus 480, 480 to the creation that is to the construction, the beginning of the construction of the temple, 
plus 956 years, which is the year that Solomon began to build the temple, and the, which was 956 BC, plus the year zero, since the year zero was not counted uh, between uh, AC, uh, BC and AD, plus today's date, which is 1999. And we are now in the sixth month of 1999, that is in June 18, June 18, 1999. So we are figuring that out today. June 18, 1999. And the total comes to 5969. In other words, we are now in the year 5969 to creation. But now we have a little figuring to do. And the reason is, it is very simple and very plain, that nobody is born on June 1st and nobody dies on December 31st. In other words, we cannot say that every single person here was born on the same date, either in the beginning of the year or the end of the year. Some are born in the beginning, some in the second or third or fourth month, some in the sixth, some in the ninth, some in between. In other words, you have to make up for that. So you add few months to every date, but you don't know exactly when. And God deliberately did not tell us the exact date when everybody was born, or when everything has happened. In some cases, we have a knowledge of the month. For example, we know that Adam was created in the seventh month of the Hebrew calendar, which is actually the first month of the civil year, that is Tishrei. And... Uh, it's generally in September or October. And so that brings it to the first month of the civil year or the seventh month of the, of the sacred year, the religious year. So we see this is now the first month or the second or the third. We don't know when his son or his grandson and so forth were born. We know some by nature are born either in the beginning, in the middle, in between, in the end, whatever it may be. And then we know, when we come to Abraham, that his covenant with God was made at Passover time, with biblical indications to it, and then in specific, when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, as we read in Genesis, that is Exodus 12:41, we're told that it was 430 years later, which was, we're told at the end of the chapter, in verse 51, I believe, which was at the self-same day. In other words, it was at the, at the very day when the covenant was given to Abraham. That's what is understood by most biblical scholars. At the same day, which makes sense, because they came also out at Passover, and it would make sense uh, that the covenant would be made with Abraham at Passover, and so the self-same day would explain that. And so here we have another... Uh, we basically have so far three dates that are given at Passover time. That is two dates actually, Abraham and the Exodus. And as for Adam, that was the seventh month of the sacred calendar. And so we have three. And then when we come to the days of, Mo of uh, King Solomon, we know that it was in the second month of 
the sacred calendar, that means in the year, the second month. So you see, it's either uh, seventh month uh, for Adam, uh, fourth month, that is the Hebrew calendar for uh, Exodus and Abraham, second month for the creation of the temple. And nowadays, this very moment, we are in June 18th. So we see the fluctuation there in terms of dates. So we had all these dates so far in round number of years. But how about the month? So what we are going to do, just for sake of uh, speculation, nobody knows exactly the day, nobody knows the month, nobody knows the year, and there is no way to know it. No way whatsoever until we reach a period where we see special events happen in Jerusalem, and we are told that when we see the, the coming destruction of Jerusalem, and when we see the abomination of desolation that Daniel spoke about, and that in Matthew we read about that too, the book of Matthew and the New Testament, then we know that we have a period of three, three years and a half left. At that point we would know at least the month, if not the day. But so far we don't even know the month or the year. What we do know, that in round numbers we are in the year 5985. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, we are in the year actually 5973. Because we added 2533 to creation, from creation to exodus, and then from today to the exodus, we say 3440 years, that comes to 5973. So we are left with 27 years in between. But if we add, let's say, if we go into the medium of six months, if we add to every date that is given biblically six months, which is 20 dates from Adam to Abraham, one date for the covenant, that's 21, another one for the temple, that's 22, and today's date, that's 23, which is Nowadays, we know it is June, so that's six months. So if we add an average of six months, which is just a speculation, we come with another, let's say, 12 years. 12 years, that is 5,973 to creation in round numbers, plus 12 years, which means six months for every date, and that is a speculation. It could be a little bit more, and it could be a little bit less, but it's not going to be 10 years or 20 years or 30 years, just a matter of maybe a year, two, or three. And so we end up with the year now 5985 to creation, which leaves us about 15 years from today until the end of the 6,000 years, in which case it makes the Hebrew calendar 214 years off if it is the year 5973, and if you add 12 years, it makes it uh, 226 years off to creation. And so that's basically where we find ourselves in terms of, of the chronology. Anyway, this was just for purposes of curiosity, uh, for those who are interested in calendar, in genealogy, in uh, the end of the 6,000 years. And uh, since all these things were recorded, uh, you might say meticulously, at least to a large degree in the Bible, I would think that it is very important, and since we're covering uh, the book of the law, and this is a part of it, uh, when you think about the book of the law, you sometimes forget uh, all the elements that are included in it, and so here you have an idea. The book of the law includes an awful lot of things that are very, very interesting, and it's not old stuff. It's very relevant, 
it is to our very soon, our very day, and as a matter of fact, even into the future. And so we're going to basically stop here at this point with the genealogy, and we are now going to continue with the remaining verses in, uh, in Genesis chapter 5. Well, at this point, let me make a little correction here and reviewing the dates. Uh, from today to the Exodus is actually 34, 36. I counted by mistake uh, the additional four of uh, King Solomon from the day that he began to reign instead of from the day that he began to construct the temple. So I added there four years by mistake. In other words, uh, from creation to Exodus is 2533. That's the correct date. And then we add the total of 34, 36 years, which is from today to the Exodus, which includes uh, today's year, 1999, plus the year 1, 0, and then plus 956 to the day that Solomon began to construct the temple, and plus 480 years, uh, which took from Exodus to the beginning of the construction of the temple, and that, that adds up to... Uh, 3436 instead of 3440. So you add all that and you have from creation to Exodus 2533 plus from today to the Exodus 3436 plus, as I said, the approximate 12 years, six months for every date, roughly, more or less, and you end up with the year 5981. In other words, uh, you basically have uh, roughly a period of 19 years. I know some people like to talk about the 19-year cycle. Well, the period of 19 years. Again, that is not a correct date. As I said, it's utterly impossible, God made it so, for anybody to know the exact year until we come to the end of time, or three and a half years before, when specific events happen. Then we're given a date in the book of Daniel at the end of uh, the chapter, not only dates in terms of years and months, but even also in terms of days. And so until that time, we would not know. But roughly in round numbers and the speculation of the six months, give or take, for every date, we end up with the year 5981. In either case, uh, the Hebrew calendar is off uh, 214 years plus the possibility of 12 years in between, and that makes it 22-26 being off. For us, in round numbers, from creation, we are now, generally speaking, in the year 5981. And for those who are interested in more details, let's remember what God told Daniel, to whom he revealed much information and knowledge in detail from his time to the very day that the God of Israel, the Messiah, will return uh, in terms of specific days and times. And that's also something for us to consider, for those of us who want to know the exact time. Uh, he told Daniel in chapter 12, after he told him about all the details, that at the end time, Michael shall stand up, uh, the great prince of Israel, and is going to deliver Israel from the trouble to come. And in verse 4, he says, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and for knowledge shall increase. In other words, uh, when God in his due time will reveal to us, uh, ready to reveal to us uh, any given date, detail, prophecy, he's going to do it. And of course, Daniel wanted to know when, and he has the angels, 
And they told him that in verse 7 that it's going to be uh, for a time, times, and half a time. And then verse 8 we read, uh, Although I heard Daniel is saying, I did not understand. Then I said, My Lord, what shall be the end of these things? And he said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed and sealed for the time of the end. Many shall be purified, made white, and refined. In other words, this is what he has to concentrate on. And for all of us who are interested in dates, this is what God wants us to concentrate on. To be purified, to be refined, to be made white, and by the wicked essential go do wickedly, and they will not understand, but the wise shall understand. And then he gives us a specific date that from uh, the end of the sacrifice there is going to be a specific time, and that is uh, uh, three and a half years more or less, and then an added 45 days. So that's, that's, that should give us a lot of information about chronology and how it ends up in detail. In short, the moral of the story is very plain, that God wants us to concentrate, even though it gives us an awful lot of information, things that are interesting, things that are uh, supposed to be recorded for good purposes. The bottom line is always that we are to walk in the ways of God, in the law of God, uh, make sure that we are pure in His sight and uh, with white garments. And when all that is done, then everything else will come into place in due time. And that's basically it for uh, this time. And next time we shall pick up from chapter 6, Genesis chapter 6. And this is again Mordecai Joseph saying greetings to all of God's people. The preceding message was taken from the World Wide website at address www.biblestudy.org. This site is sponsored by Barnabas Ministries. Bible Study. You have questions? The Bible has answers.